Headline to table. This is our D and D show where we take current events or historical events, news, gossip, whatever, pop culture, and turn it into one-off D and D campaigns. This is a mini episode, so instead of the long intro from West and I and a long episode, this is real quick. We're kind of just going to jump right in. So I'm going to hand it over to Dungeon. Dookie Master West Dude. with today's pawn. You're always hurting my feelings. <laughs> All right, so headline, this is based off of a little later, but we have uh, Parker here playing the mini. What's up, Parker? What's going on? Excellent. I'm pretty good. How many um, times have you been on this show now? This will be number three. This is number three. Number three. Yeah. What's your experience with D&D? How long have you played? Uh, like eight months. What were the prior episodes you were on? The, the Keebler Elves one. Yep, so I was in the Keebler Elves episode. You'll remember me as the uh, the role of Echo Fairhair. Mm. Uh, and twang. before that, twang. <laughs> twang. Uh, and before that, I was on the... Sword Fight at the OK Corral. Sword Fight at the OK Corral, yeah. Body Knock Timbers. Body Knock Timbers. Mm-hmm. All right, so for this one, I've created a character for you. His name is Shamash the Bone Collector. He is a third level barbarian of the path of berserker he is a silver dragonborn meaning his breath weapon which you can use you know once a day is of the cold variety um i'm gonna hand this character over to you treat it well your character has had a troubling past you have been part of a berserker tribe in your early days and have done some unspeakable things. Vanquished your foes, vanquished the innocent, anyone who stood in your way. And you have since fled that life to take up a peaceful, non-violent existence in the village of Nauru, which is nestled against an ancient volcano. Its warmth has blessed these people with beautiful tropical climate and the volcanic soil has made your small town one of the largest exporters of rare tropical fruits. The volcanoes has always been nothing but a gift to these people as your whole town worships its power giving thanks to the god of flame Kasuth. Their ancestors have erected a beautiful temple for folks from all over to come and give thanks to the flame god. Though one evening, just as the sun is descending behind the horizon, an enormous ball of fire erupts from the mighty volcano, striking squarely into the temple of flame, sending it into, ro- into a roaring fire. You look to see if your pet goose Maverick is around, but he is not, and you fear that he has gone to sleep at the foot of the temple's central altar, as he often does in the evening. Your goal is to find and rescue your pet Maverick before the temple before the temple crumbles into ash. So I just spent that time creating this little character, my pet, and now he's, like, dying already? You don't know. He could yeah. be dead. He could be alive. He's in peril. Welcome yeah. to the episode. And it's, it's gonna wor- be and it's worth noting that this goose cannot fly. <laughs> you have been nursing him back to health. You run to your bedside, open up the old wooden chest that you swore you would never open again. Inside of it, are your menacing tools of destruction. 
a giant maul, a great axe, and three hand axes, all made out of bone from your fallen enemies in the past. What do you do? You need to uh, get to this temple, and you need to find your goose. The event this is based off of is the burning down of the Notre Dame uh, Cathedral. Okay. And uh, if you, however you want to go about saving this this uh, goose, is all up to you. You you rush to the footsteps of the temple to see just to see how dire the situation has become, and you are met with a gruesome sight. West made an excessively large illustration. You can see that this temple is large with a central area in the middle where the large altar is kept for worship. Large section of the temple is already on fire. And you can see the fire to the top left is the one that is most is most uh, quickly spreading as it looks like that's where the... Uh, magma fireball from the volcano actually touched down. So How I, would you like to proceed? So I look around to the spot that I know Maverick the Goose usually sleeps, and do I see any signs of, of feathers or a... Uh... You can't... So you're standing at the front door. It's a little ways away. Um, you can kind of see up to the altar, mm-hmm. uh, but you don't see anything at the moment. Would you like to go uh, check I, it out closer? I charge in. All right, make a perception check real quick. Uh, Ten. So you don't notice anything out of the ordinary, although as you get about halfway up to the opening of the altar room, you see an old man dressed in robes that you recognize as one of the clergy of this temple kind of wheezing and gasping to himself on the ground. You can see him kind of right up there to the right. Uh, I approach him. Um, do I know this man, like, pretty well? Um, no, you, you, you don't. You don't really know the clergy by name. You kind of recognize their faces. You kind of stick to yourself mostly, kind of help out with some of the, uh, with some of the, <clears throat> with some of the farm work and harvesting around here. But you only know, you know, a couple good friends in the area. So I want to run up to him and I want to pick him up by his, like scrub like under his chin, and lift him up, and I'd Maverick, where's Maverick? <laughs> Make a. Are you intimidating or persuading? Uh, I'm scared, so it's really more of a plea. So it's probably um, or a persuasion. Pers- then. Persuasion. Then right, go ahead. Sixteen. Uh, he goes. Uh, who is Maverick? And I just with disgust throw him to a side and keep charging towards the <laughs> altar. So as you throw him down to the ground, you hear a loud pop. He goes, "Ah, oh, my back!" And you see him squirming on the ground. It looks like he has injured himself even further. I pay no mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go ahead and move your uh, token where you want to be moving. So you move in. There's a large, um, a large rug right in front of you that's kind of covered in ash and soot from the flames all around. But the altar room seems pretty untouched outside of the top left corner where it looks like there's flames starting to break through the ornamental wall there. I want to approach the fire and then cast my cold breath on it to try and quell the flames. Okay. Just make a uh, ranged attack. Actually, no, it wouldn't even be that. I'm trying to find the notes for what's that. It's a it's a it's a it's, it's like a DC versus the enemy. Okay. So I'm just gonna roll to see how effective it is. Seventeen. So yeah, I'll say that 
that part that I circled, you're actually able to beat it out of the throne room, and you're able to extinguish a good amount of it, pushing back the flame. There's some still some some small fire and ember on the other side, but uh, it looks like um, at least the throne room is safe at the moment. Again, I want to approach the other side of the altar mm-hmm. and look around for any signs of Maverick. All right, make a survival check. Eleven. Eleven. No pluses on survival. Nope. All right, you find um, you find a couple feathers. I I lean down, I fall to both knees, and I pick up the feathers in my hand, mm-hmm. um, and I and I just like hold them closely to my chest <laughs> with a big dragonborn tear rolling down my eyes, mm-hmm. and then I look up and I, uh, and I don't rage, but I you know I'm getting pretty. Pretty you're, emotional. You're running hot. Yeah, you're running hot. Running hot. So uh, you do not see the body of any goose. It does not look like the <clears throat> goose is dead, but you do see signs of distress. He is. He is. Um, you saw some feathers kind of co- come down. A couple of them were a little singed on the tips. You see some footprints, but you can't really gather where exactly they left. Where exactly the the little goose prince uh, ran off to? Okay, I want to make my way to the main fire in the room where it looks like the fireball hit. Okay. All right. So, um, um, so you approach it, and it's it's very very hot. And how close to you are is this fire? I want to get just close enough to do my breath weapon again. You can't. You get one per. You get one per rest. Okay, I still want to try, though, so I'm going to wheeze at it. <laughs> nope. Your spit does nothing to uh, to uh, quench the fire. I want to go back to where I found the footprints mm-hmm. and try and if, uh, try again to see where they went and what the footprints were. All right, so you go down there, kind of reset up, try for a survival check. Go ahead. 16. Ooh. So you see footprints leading down out of the altar room to the south and over to the right kind of towards the staircase though during this time as you've gone to uh, investigate the fire on the right side has actually spread creating a bit of a wall around Uh, how would you like to proceed I want to approach the man I threw to the ground yes (laughs) Uh, and I want to use him to throw him on top of the fire and then use it to run over his body to cross the flames. <laughs> All right. So he's, he goes, help me. You must retrieve the holy texts. Save the ancient word. As as you're picking him up and carrying him over towards the flame. What? What are you doing? I can't feel my legs. What are you doing? Then this won't hurt half bad. <laughs> All right, so make a um, first an athletics check to throw him where you'd like to. That is a twenty-two. Okay. Ooh. So you so you kind of like give him a beautiful arc, almost like a pike dive as he goes face first, <laughs> legs behind him as he falls. Um, you throw him at the the shortest end of the fire. That's about it's about uh, fifteen feet. So you kind of throw him right in the center as you hear him start to scream out in agony. Ah! Why? Take me, fire god! <laughs> and um, you're going to make an athletics check to try and jump, hit him, 
and then jump to the other side. That's a natural 20. 20! <laughs> Crit pass! <clears throat> so, I was going to have you roll some fire, even some minor fire damage, but you're able to... So, like, with his dying breath, he lifts up his head to, to call out to his god, and your head and your foot goes directly on his face, push, push, uh, back of his, your foot goes directly on the back of his head, pushing his face down and springboarding you across to safety. So you're, uh, you see some stairs with some, um, that go up uh, maybe about 20 feet to these rafters that wrap all the way around uh, the three sides of the temple. And, and uh, so you are across. You see up on the rafters there's some uh, bookshelves with odds and ends um, kind of up there. Uh, some tables and stuff like that you can see from, the, uh, you can see from below. But um, but you're still on the ground level. What are you doing? I want to approach the stairs to the rafters. Mm-hmm. Uh, draw my maul because at this point no one's getting in my way, mm-hmm. and start bounding up the stairs. Nice. So your maul made from the made from the reinforced skull of an orc you slayed long ago. With um, you whip that off your back and start heading up the stairs. All right, make a dexterity save. Uh, three. So you get up and you're about halfway up the stairs and the stairs cave in from the heat from all around it and you fall through the stairs to the ground falling about 15 feet and you take only um, three damage. You just kind of fall on your ass and um, what's his total what are what's your total hit points? 32. Okay. Or I'm at 32 now. I started with 35. Okay. All right. So um, you can try and go up the stairs again, but there is about a 10-foot gap in the stairs now that you'll have to uh, uh, bypass somehow. I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to take, uh, take a couple steps back. Too bad there's no clergy around here to lay down over the gap. I should ride up the stairs. I want to hold the feathers close in my hand that I picked up on the ground earlier mm-hmm. and try and fly just like Maverick wish he still could. <laughs> All and- right. Make a make an athletics check. So that's a twelve. Okay. So you get there and you're just at arm's reach, and you're able to go up and try and make another athletics check to grab with one of your hands. Nineteen. Nineteen. So you're able to do it, sliced alone, cliffhanger style. <laughs> Sorry, no pop culture references. That's fine. Um, and you you grab on with one hand. Make a uh, another athletics check to pull yourself up. 19 again. Ooh, you're able to, like, one hand get yourself up. Actually, more of like a Tom Cruise at Mission Impossible when he's climbing the you Red Rocks. You can say cliffhanger style. You just can't name your character Sylvester Stallone. That's <laughs> what. That's where I draw the line. Well, the next mini is blown out of the water. <laughs> All right, so you're able to pull yourself up, and you're able to traverse up the stairs. You can uh, move your guy up there. You are met fit. With, uh, in the face with a large bookshelf um, ash spread everywhere the the place is getting pretty smoky so your so your vision is actually starting to get a little bit impaired but uh, you can still see and function properly right now I want to keep running and trying to make my way up as high as I can within the rafters okay so it's, it's just one level yep. it's just it just wraps around but you're as high up you're up on that second level okay. it's just like a uh how do you describe that um 
when you have a cabin and it's the upper level. A loft? A loft. It's kind of like a loft that wraps around the uh, the temple. Yeah, next to the exposed brick. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a HGTV. Uh, I want to start running around the outside of the, the loft area, mm-hmm. uh, looking around for any clues. Okay. And start to calling out to Maverick. Honk! Honk! <laughs> honk! All right. So make a... Uh, Perception check to see if you can see any sort of clues. That's at eight. Um, over on this area, you do not see anything. Uh, just just stuff on the bookshelves. You don't see any tracks that you can discern. Though you are met with another uh, barrier of flame that's about twenty feet. Twenty feet across or twenty feet deep? Twenty feet across. Okay, I, I want to run straight through it. All right, you will take. Another six damage of fire damage. You just kind of bolt. You just kind of barrel your way straight through the flames over to over to here, where it looks like there's an old dining table where some of the clergy used to eat up here, and um, like everything else, covered in soot and ash. And uh, you're able to kind of like pad the uh, flame from off of your uh, uh, unarmored body, but. Uh, it does do a little bit of damage, as you can see some of your some of your flesh on your arms starting to boil a little bit. Do I see any bread on the clergy table? There's bread on the clergy table. It's a little smoky, looks a little stale, but yes, there is a uh, there's a half-eaten loaf. I, I I pick up the cleanest loaf like that has the least amount of ash on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, brush off the ash, mm-hmm. and then start peeling off little bits and throwing them in circles around me, going. <laughs> And I hope that uh, Maverick senses and, and comes to get his favorite. Make treat. a performance check for your honking. Uh, it's a four. No, you, you don't hear any honk back at you. Okay, well, I pocket the bread mm-hmm. uh, for use later, um, and then I uh, keep making my way around the circle. Okay, so you make your way around. You're met with another um, uh, about similar size uh, wall of fire on the top of the loft as you as it bends around to the left I charge through it again mm. take two damage as you charge through this wall of fire kind of kind of brushing the flame off of you you are met with another downed clergyman who seems to be gasping for air and kind of trying to breathe as well as he can uh, I approach him and I ask him Goose, where's my goose? And he he's kind of starts pointing behind him a little bit, but he uh, but he's trust, struggling to speak. But he's kind of like grabbing at his throat, and he can't really say the words. Uh, I want to. Can I see if I can? Is he choking on something? Like he can't breathe. There's no. Uh, is he choking on smoke, or is he choking on something? You're not sure. Okay, I want to do like a medicine check. Yeah, do a medicine check. That's a five. Uh, nope, you're. Not really able to help him. And he's kind of just like... Uh, and then he hears you saying the goose. And he kind of points... Um, kind of back... To the left to the left side of the temple. I want to pick this one up. And throw him over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then make my way to where he's pointing. Okay. But I want to throw him like upside down on my shoulder. So we can still kind of see where we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, so he can give me better directions. Okay. So you make your way... Over to the uh, far side of the loft on the top left end of the temple. Um, the floorboards are starting to get a little rickety. You, you see the damage is kind of 
causing some structural decay of the of the loft. Uh, make a perception check. Fifteen. Fifteen. Ooh, I take that back. Plus two. Seventeen. Seventeen. You hear a a muffled, smoky, honking noise. As you notice, your your goose maverick, scared, kind of singed on the tips. Looks like the fire's kind of coming in around him a little bit, and he is kind of just kind of circling around and kind of looking up. And he looks up and sees you. And goes honk 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 honk. So I, he's on the lower level? Yeah. So I want to run over to the ledge. How far up is the loft that I'm standing on? Uh, it's about um, 20 feet, 25 feet. There, there is a ladder there, um, though you can go about it however you'd like. Uh, I'm going to run and leap and jump down to... Uh, <laughs> All right, make an whatever. athletics check. I'll <laughs> say if it's over 18, you take no damage. If it's under... Under ten, you take more damage. And I want, between the two, you take a little bit of damage. Okay. And I want the monk still on my shoulder. I'm okay. jumping off with him. All right. So you are going to take. That's a nine. One d eight. So you take four fall damage. So you you come down and you're met with your you're met with your goose and uh, he comes up next to you and nestles up along uh, up against your feet, kind of waddling his feet as happy as he can be. I want to do, uh, throw down the clergyman on my shoulder mm-hmm. and rip off whatever uh, smock or tunic he's wearing. Sure. And use it to uh, wrap it around <laughs> Maverick so he's safe and has some insulation against the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I want to tuck him under my arms. Yeah. Uh, leaving the clergyman behind. So as you're doing this, as you're bent down, wrapping your goose, and as the naked clergyman is gasping for air and clutching at his throat... You're wrapping your goose in this in this tunic. You hear a ooh, 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 ooh. So you look behind you and as from the deep from that central part of fire where it looks like it comes down, you see a dark figure walking out from the flames. A large, probably about seven and a half foot tall humanoid shape come out from the fire. Black armor, large two-handed sword in his hand dragging behind him. As he drags it behind him, a trail of molten lava follows wherever he drags as fire just seems to drip off of his demonic-looking body. And he, and he slowly approaches you. How would you like to proceed? I want to look around for the nearest exit. So where is the exit in relation to uh, this big fella? The only exit is the exit you came from, is the, is the main entrance. There's, a, there's the ladder going up, but he is currently um, blocking the path that is not covered in about like 60 feet of fire. So I, I look around and realizing that there's... There's nowhere to run, and I can't just get out of here. Because at this point, I know I have no ill feel towards whoever this uh, big flamey fella is. Um, so I turn around, and I set Maverick down in the corner as far away mm-hmm. from the fire as I can. And I said, be good, little buddy. I'll be right back. And I'm going <laughs> to take my maul again, and then just <sighs> go into a rage. Super Saiyan. And charge right at the... So, roll initiative. So you go into your rage. 
14. Uh, 13. You go first. As he starts to bring his sword up to up to his uh up to his chest ready to swing down on you. Does he say anything? The flame god of Kasuth has found you wanting. Prepare to get iced, you hot son of a bitch. <laughs> Alright, so you uh you win. Alright. Um Go for it. So I'm gonna strike at him with my maul. Mm-hmm. That's a twelve to hit. Uh, that's a miss, and then you are raging, so yep. you get a I get extra attack as a frenzy. bonus action. It's ten to hit. That's a miss. So ching ching, kind of like bounce off his armor as he kind of sidesteps it. He uh, brings his uh, large sword and swings down at you. What's your armor class? Fifteen. All right, he has thirteen. He misses. Your turn. So just remember, I just all the things you have. You have reckless attack. You have the rage that you have, and then the rage gives you plus two to damage, mm-hmm. and you also take half damage while you're raging. I get it for a minute. Mm-hmm. A minute, which is like six to ten rounds. Yeah, I'll be dead by then. Uh, for reckless attack, um, I have to call that beginning of the before I attack. I can't do it for just my second attack, right? And just for one round. Yes, you have to do it beforehand. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to reckless attack. Mm-hmm. Go for it. With my maul. So so roll with advantage. Whatever. So yeah, that's a hit. So you're going to have plus two to damage is on top of five plus... So nine, eleven. Eleven damage. So you hit him squarely in the chest as you can see his... I'm sorry, did you say nine, eleven? <laughs> So I, ooh, this, how did this thing this catch on diff- fire again? <laughs> temple jet fuel cannot cannot melt temple beams. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Everyone knows Lao doesn't burn books. <laughs> so you uh, so you crack him right in the chest. As you can see, his chest plate kind of crack down the center, and little drips of magma start to uh, start to run down the front of his armor. And I want to attack again. Go for it. So I still have advantage, right? Mm-hmm. You still have advantage. Five again. So that's an 11 to hit. Miss on the second one. Okay. All right. He attacks you with advantage. Four and 16 plus four. So he hits you. So you take... It'll be 11 damage, but minus four because... So you take three fire damage and eight sword damage. And the eight sword damage is cut in half because you're raging. Okay, so seven. So, seven damage. So you're up to 22 damage on you. Alright, your turn. I'm uh, reviewing my character sheet for the special ability that gives me more health. And I don't see it on here. Nope. Alright then. Uh, I want to switch up my attack a little bit. I want to strafe backwards a little bit. And I want to throw a hand axe at him. Okay. So, you are engaged. So he will get an opportunity attack with you if you don't use your action to disengage. Uh, can I just throw it at him short range? Yeah. Okay. So I want to throw one hand axe at him and mm-hmm. then try and follow up with the maul afterwards for my second attack. Yeah, all out. It's uh, eight to hit. Plus what? Plus four. So 12. That's a miss. Oh, it's a four plus four. Oh, okay. Yeah. You miss with the hand axe. Okay. And then I'm going to roll again with my maul. Both advantage. Oh, you didn't roll for advantage with your hand axe. I didn't. All right, go ahead and roll. So that's a 16 on your maul. 
right? It's an 18. 18, so you so hit with the mall. Roll one more time to see if the hand axe hit. 15, so 21. You hit. So, rewind. Hand axe hits. Roll for damage. So it's a... It's a d6, right? Yeah, yep. 1d6, and it's a dexterity-based. So 8. Boom, so 8, and then plus an extra 2 because you're raging. So 10 damage. So he takes 10 damage as you hit him squarely in the neck, and he kind of like pulls it out, and magma kind of sp- sp- uh, spits out of his neck. What does he say? And I want to overhead swing and try and hit that same mm-hmm. spot with my mall. And you had hit with your mall? Yep. So go ahead and roll damage for your mall. Five plus nine plus two again, so 11. 11 damage. So you hit him right, you kind of hit him as the top of his head, and he goes down to one knee. It seems like he took a fair amount of damage, but gets up again and swings. He is advantaged. He hits you, 17 plus four. So you take nine damage in total, 31 damage on you. Whoa! Four hit points left. So both of you are really beat up at this moment. And he, um, as he hits you, he's like, Bend the knee and join me. I want to approach him, and I drop my maul, and pull my great axe off my back, and say, I bend to no one, <laughs> and then attack him with my great axe. Cool. Are you still relentlessly attacking? Yes, I am. All right. 16 is a hit. Boom. So 14 for damage. 16 for damage, because I get that plus two. Yeah. You have uh, another attack? Uh, I look down. How how damaged is he? Like, how, what kind of what shapes this guy in? He looks very damaged, but he is still alive and kicking. Okay. Kind of like magma and flame is pouring out of uh, different parts of his body. Uh, I want to turn around and see what kind of shape Maverick's in. Maverick, the fire has grown a little bit. He's okay. He's just kind of like shaking in the corner watching you fight this magma demon. I never want him to see the side of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna strike again with my great axe. Okay. It's a 6 or a 11. So 6, 17 to hit. You hit. 10 damage. How do you kill the magma knight? As I approach him, except for that, that big hit, I like to imagine he probably fell down a little bit or he's wobbling. Mm-hmm. I want to go up to him, kind of give him a big kick in the chest. Mm-hmm. And then right as he's falling down, just lop off this guy's head. Just Make a dexterity save. 13. You pass. Um, as you do that, magma goes flying everywhere, and it narrowly... It, it singes off your dragonborn. You don't have hair. You can feel the... My you scales. Can, yeah, you can feel your scales slightly singed as the magma barely brushes by your face. And he drops to the ground, and his dark weapon falls to the ground next to him. And he just starts bleeding magma out all over the place as it starts to pool up. What kind of noise does his severed head make? <laughs> So as this battle has gone on, uh, the naked man is uh, is fully in fire, 
from the fire that has spread to him. Your goose is okay, but the fire has spread considerably. So I uh, run over to Maverick, mm-hmm. and I drop my great axe, and I take my two remaining hand axes, and I throw them to the side. And I said, I wish you wouldn't have seen that, <laughs> but it's getting hot. Honk. Let's get out of here, little buddy. And I want to scoop him up and kind of hold him as close as I can in my chest, and then just try to, like, you know, running back charge. Make an athletics check for how fast you can uh, run. So Nine. you're just kind of jogging. You got a you got a uh, you got a goose in your arms, so you're a little little weighed down. You uh, make it through. Make a perception check. As you get to the entrance, you hear some creaking above you as a flaming uh, board falls from the rafters down right in front of the entrance. It's not very large, maybe like an eight foot wide, um, maybe an eight foot wide uh, line of fire that's. That's uh, covering the exit, and it's going to start growing soon. What do you do? I you have four hit points left. I pause, and I go down to one knee, mm-hmm. and I look at Maverick right in his little goose eyes, and I and I brush what would be a tear, if birds could tear, t- cry, out of his face, and I said, it's been a good run, my friend, mm-hmm. but I think it's time for us to say goodbye be good my friend and then i want to try and charge to the entrance and then using my body as a shield and like a missile to to blow through the door Mm -hmm. but wrapped around him to protect him from those fire okay so you blast through fire taking the full force of yourself and shielding maverick the goose (laughs) All right, I'll roll this right up here. So you have four hit points left. So you throw yourself through the door, through the fire, taking only one damage as maybe the flame god of the temple has seen the good you've done and saved you from the harshness of the flame. And you take one damage so you are alive and you make it through the temple gates and flee back to the village. You have successfully saved your goose from the uh, temple fire. And now everyone knows how the Notre Dame Cathedral fire was started. So does the whole thing burn down after this? The whole thing. So as you're running, you hear the sounds of creaking wood and things falling to the ground as the cathedral collapses in on itself. Smoke. You see the villagers crying, but you've got your goose back and... You can let the villagers rebuild, and you can go along with your peaceful life. I walk away without looking back. Slow motion walk slow, as slow motion walk you. away. A young boy comes up to you, <laughs> Mister, Mister. Did, what about the priest? Did you get him out? And I want to turn at him, and I want to raise my like more burnt hand, which I imagine has like very little like skin on it. Yeah, very dark, and and I want to just like smush his face. With that <laughs> hand. Get the fuck out of here. Just like a bloody dragon claw smush. So you kind of push him down to his butt, and he's crying. He goes, Papa, as you walk away slowly. You have defeated the, the flaming temple. Does Maverick learn how to fly again? You uh, try and teach him to fly. Above a 12, he learns. All right. Big roll. That's a four. He will oh, no. never fly. 
<laughs> but he lived. But he lives a good life. Headline to Tables, created by me, Christopher Patton, and Dungeon Master Wes Lytle. All the background music you hear in the show is by Kevin McLeod, and you can hear more of his awesome stuff at incompetech.com. Thank you.